It's Monday night, and another episode of the Loud Pedal Podcast. I am your host, Michael Clark Griswold, with my trusty co-host, The Mouth, Brian Husslinger. What's up? Tonight we have a special guest for you, north of the border, the Canadian Mike Bowman. Welcome to the show, Mike. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we do have a Canadian listener base. Uh, but majority of our listeners is from from the states. So for for our states listeners, can you kind of just fill us in where you uh, your home track was this year and how you think you did? Um, I didn't have a home track this year. Uh, oh, all right, all right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> kind of just bounced around. Um, I had a plan in the spring, and um, I was planning to run weekly at a little track uh, near Buffalo, actually. Uh, but Canada side they called Hummerstone Speedway and yep. um, the owner went to uh, more of a special event format um, okay. just due to rising fuel costs, travel costs, tire yeah, shortage. We, you've heard it all, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, so he, he kind of uh, canned the weekly deal, um, which, you know, we were planning to support that uh, completely with the modified. We were, we started out at Ransomville, um every friday and uh you know there's some some track conditions over there that weren't too good couldn't see where i was going so uh yeah 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 you know the only thing you got to time your corner is the tailpipes flaring up from the guy in front of you (laughs) nice oh boy yeah i did i did two weeks of that and said that's enough and um you know with humberstone closing we're really um I was lucky because we we bought a, a sprint car with a with a crate engine in it. So um, once once all that went down, we kind of picked up our sprint car game and uh, started doing more of that. And thankfully, we did because we've uh, we've won seven races in it. Oh, so nice! It's, it's been a it's been a good uh, a good change for us. So you were uh, before the sprint car, you were doing three fifty eight racing. Yeah, yeah, we were doing uh, trying to do like two nights a week um, in the 358 stuff, and just race sprint cars kind of whenever we could, and then it turned into racing modifieds whenever we could, and and being in the sprint car pretty much every week. Which one do you like better? Um, I don't know. They're both they both have their own uh, their own cool things about them. Um, you know, the modified's a bit more of a, of a beast. It weighs 800 pounds more, and and it's got uh, you know it's got a little more pep than a crate sprinkler. But, you know, I've been racing a long time, and it's it was cool to to learn something new. So um, I don't know. I I like them both, but right now I'd say I'd say I like the sprint car better. Now you may have answered this already, but where were you racing the uh, sprint car at? Um, I've raced a sprint car this year at Humberstone Speedway, Maryville Speedway, oh. and Oswegan Speedway, which okay. is owned by Glenn Styers. And which which of the three tracks did you do you like the best? Uh, I would say Oswegan. Oswegan. Mm-hmm. And that, is yeah. that is yeah. that one the farthest west out of the three of them? It would be. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're get, we're getting to know Canada a little. Yeah. Bit. We're see. We're getting to know Canada. It's yeah. Like, what gets me screwed up with the Canadian? Yeah. Well, what gets me screwed up with the Canadian tracks is you got the ones that are out west, out by Buffalo, and then you got the ones like up by uh, Can-Am and stuff, you know. So it's kind of like yeah. two different sides of Canada. 
Yeah, yeah. There's really nothing. Like I raced in Brighton last weekend, which is yep. pretty well halfway between the Niagara area and you know your Brockville, Cornwall, and Quebec tracks. So it's kind of cool. It's like an east-west shootout that we have every year at, at Brighton called the Apple Fest Shootout. And, That's uh, cool. Man, like like this this past Saturday, I think 11 out of the top 12 finishers are track champions somewhere at some point. Like, Holy shit. It was a pretty pretty tough field of cars. All right, so what side would our, is our buddy Matt Williamson considered, east or west? West. Uh, up here, probably east. Is he east? No, sorry, west. west. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is he? So he's on your team he's, then? Yeah, because he races out at like Merrittville and stuff, doesn't he? He don't know. He doesn't yeah. know. Yeah, which will be out west. Yeah, no, he's at he's at Merrittville every week. Yeah, I don't. We haven't talked to anybody that races up east side up at like uh, Auto Drummond. Drummond, yeah. yeah. I think they all speak yeah. French, don't they? So we probably won't have them on. Well, <clears throat> definitely, they're definitely a little bit more bilingual oh. out out east than we are. I, I go out there, I feel like a bad Canadian because I can't. Speak <laughs> <laughs> a bad Canadian. That'd be a great sitcom, The yeah. Bad Canadian, starring Mike Bowman and Matt Williamson. Williams <laughs> 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 to be at the bar eating chicken wings and drinking Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I enjoy that just as much as the next guy. Yeah. Really? You don't drink Canadian beer? Uh, I drink any beer. Yeah, that's, my, that's my kind of guy that's right Canadian. there. That's, that's a Canadian. Well, that's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's American, yeah, too. Yeah, if you got some, like, if you got, if you got Guinness, I'll drink it. If you got oh, IPAs, ugh. I'll drink those. Yeah. Really, whatever, whatever beer you want to drink from wherever in the world, I'll drink it. So let's let's jump off of the racing topic here for a second because yeah, you just kind of you, you just you just kind of like sparked my interest a little bit. So you know, here in the states, we have a ton of microbreweries popping up everywhere. Do you guys have that going oh, on yeah. up in here Canada? Too. That's awesome. Uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I love me a good microbrew. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah, well, and, uh, guess I need well, to make a trip to Canada. Are... Oh yeah, we're we're in we're in wine country here. Um, oh boy, there's a, a ton of wineries around too. And uh, a couple That's distilleries nice. popping up now too, doing doing moonshine. So nice, nice. I'll have to make it got up that way. Too. Oh man, got to go up. Now I got to go to Canada for beer and racing. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. lots going on. You've never yeah. you've never been up here? Uh, no, no I've made it to like Niagara Falls. Wow. And that was about it. <laughs> yeah, well, Niagara Falls is like. Yeah, that's upstate Six, Canada. Where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, I've honestly, I can see the spotlights going in the clouds from Niagara Falls, where I'm at right now. Oh wow! Oh, that's so cool. You, oh, that's cool. Right there. Yeah. Now I have heard that the Niagara Falls, the Canadian side of Niagara Falls, is way more enjoyable than the U.S. side. I would so, agree with you. Yeah. 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 The, the U.S. side is a bunch of damn tourists, you know, getting in your way. <laughs> you know, uh, Americans. There's some shady. There's some shady spots on the New York side of Niagara Falls. <laughs> No, there's a lot of shady spots in New York. Over there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could take you to the hood if you ever come down to Orange County. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, we'll drive through real fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've never, I've never been to New York City. I should uh, go one of the, one of the no, years. You should, so nah, <laughs> nah, you're not missing anything. Don't. Don't. Yeah, you're not missing anything. That's not fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah. no. Uh, but there's other places to go. A bunch of ignorant Americans is what it is. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, you're not missing much. 
But uh, so, what's, yeah. what's, your, what's your plans for the rest of this year? You any, are you doing any more racing this year? Or are you done for the year? Um, we're gonna run uh, a two-day show this weekend at Humberstone. They have their fall classic, um, so we'll be running the sprint car Friday night and Saturday night. Um, and then after that, I'm I don't have anything penciled in. Um, if we get ambitious we may go down and run weed sport and brewerton in the in 358 and probably call it a year after that if now, we don't this weekend when you're when you're coming across the border with the hauler is it a, is it a pain in the ass or is it pretty no, easy not at all okay no not at all yeah you're you're allowed uh, a temporary import to uh-huh. go to an event okay as long as all the goods are returning back and it's it's the same going the other way um, the only thing they get shitty about is if you got like t-shirts and hats and uh, merchandise for sale, then they'll get a little annoyed and picky about that. But you know, if, huh. if, if you're crossing and they ask you what you got, you say race car tools, tires, you know, um, usually like they're pretty cool about it. That's and, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys heard they're scrapping all that. Oh, uh, the vir- the vaccine. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I did yeah, hear about that's that. All getting that's because we're on to them oh yeah you know it oh hey oh the flu okay <laughs> let's make money off. now now they have a pill you can take <laughs> oh yeah yeah so yeah anything to make I would, money i would take covid over the flu yeah yeah i, yeah, yeah. I, I have to agree with you on that yeah, yeah. i've had That's... both and I'll, I'll take the covid over the flu any day so do you have any plans of moving up to 360 sprints anytime in the future or not at all? I I have no plans. Um, the engine cost in that is mm. pretty substantial. Um, and I just, at, at this stage in my career, I don't know if I'm ready to jump on another boat just yet. Like I'm, I'm 42. I'm, you know, a young father. And, um, so that's, that's been something new in my life that, that you know, it uh, takes yeah. my focus away from from becoming a, yeah. you know, a race yep, yep. driver. Which I mean, you know, I'm I'm more of a local stroke than than a somebody that thinks they're going to race for a living one day. And uh, I don't know. I never never set my goals that high. To, yeah, but to make we, a living at it. We wouldn't have racing if it wasn't for local guys. Because there's not yeah, very yeah, many. There's not yeah. very not very many guys do it for a living. You know what I mean? It's tough. No, yeah, for sure. The local guys, or like some weekend warriors, whatever you want to call them, they really make this sport, in my opinion. Oh yeah, there's a lot more of us than there than there is yep. guys doing it for a living. So, yeah, or are probably just as good as those guys doing it for a living. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's to me like seat time is everything. A lot of guys you hear say that, but you know it's the truth. If you can get your ass in a race car five nights a week, you're obviously going to be way better than the guy that's. Right. Once every week, so you know, and I find with the 358 mod stuff, like you got to race two times a week to to stay on top of it, you know, or you're just you're showing up to race guys that have been in two nights a week, and you know, you're you're kind of behind the eight ball a little bit. Now, have you had any problems with uh, uh, getting any tires or engine parts or anything like that this year? I would say a little bit, but. Um, we have never gone without, they're, uh, they're really careful down the road at Bicknell's about monitoring all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I think 
it was everybody got you know mad at Erica, um, but you know she's just trying to she's trying to manage the unmanageable down there and and you know just kind of make sure there there's going to be enough for everybody and um, I I would I wouldn't want that job. She got she got yelled at way too much this year and um, you know it's just just one of those things. Yeah, that's terrible. We have a question from one of your fans. He wants to know who right. is Darkwing. Who is Darkwing? Yes. The, who is Darkwing? The legend. <laughs> so the, the Darkwing. Legend. Okay. Is uh, is Derek Savoy? Um, good buddy uh, of mine. Be, yep. He works for me, uh, so we're we're together pretty much every day. Um, okay. So like, he told you yeah, this. Yeah, like right? I own I own a. Yeah, I own a, ho- a hose and hydraulic shop, and uh, like 60, 70% of the workforce in there is, is connected in racing in some way, shape, or form. I got one of okay. Matty Williamson's crew guys that works there. Um, you know, so there's a lot of dirt banter back and forth on a daily basis. But yeah, Derek, so Derek works, uh, works out of my place, and he's crewed on the modified for a few uh-huh. years, and he's probably the biggest super fan i know of local dirt racing oh that's yeah awesome. that's awesome we need yeah. super fans super fan I mean, yeah yeah we, uh, we i think we just had this conversation with uh maybe our guest last week because uh, he was yeah. uh he's real big into like uh trying to get kids you know, like to sit in his car and stuff like that and i said yeah it's great because you know we need the next generation coming up to get into racing to keep the sport alive so yep yep for sure yeah, Derek's done. Uh, well, he did it. Yeah, he did a, a show, a car show, uh, a couple months ago, and at a at a local winery had a car show. And he took a sprint car over there, and uh, he did a good job for us, and got some youngsters in it, into it, got them pumped, and hopefully those people came out to the races and had a good time. Now, how are Canadian tracks with uh, you know integrating drivers and fans together? Like uh, my home, my, my home track is Bridgeport, and they do a pretty good job. Of, like uh, before the feature, they'll bring the modifieds behind the grandstands, and the drivers can get out and stuff like that. Uh, do any tracks in Canada do stuff like that? Uh, we, I would say, yeah, they they do a decent job. I mean, I think your your autograph nights are they're kind of cliche. I think you got to go a little bit more above and beyond that. Right. Um, one of the nice nicer things that we did this year. We had a we had a photographer get hit one oh, night shit. at uh, Merrittville, and uh, she was okay, um, no broken bones, like you know, uh, checked out and released from the hospital, fortunately. And uh, the next week, um, all the drivers uh, went to the grandstands, and we did like a pass the helmet type thing, to try to oh, yeah, you know yeah. raise my yeah, yeah, her yeah. her camera. Yep. And, and I thought that was you know a we we raised enough money to replace the the girl's camera, but you know, be, you know, it gets the drivers out there, it gets them up in the fan and with the fans and interacting a little bit, which was cool. Yeah, yeah. sure. <clears throat> Is there any race that you would like to be a part of or have it won on your bucket list? I mean, I would love to be in the, you know, have the opportunity and, and, you know, the, the amount of labor that it, takes to go run the outlaw 200 and uh and 
really compete at super dirt week, maybe in the, in the small block race. Like I've only run one one fifty at, uh, at Oswego and, uh, okay. no, it's just, you, you need, you need a real good handful of, oh, of, yeah, of dedicated yeah. guys yeah, yeah, to do that yeah. year in and, and year out. And, um, you know, everybody's got, everybody on my team's got life on the side too, you know? So yeah. mm-hmm. it's tough, mm-hmm. you know, for guys to get off work and, and tough for, for families to give up seeing other family members at Thanksgiving. And, uh, cause that the super dirt week weekend is on our Thanksgiving. So, um, Okay. Yeah. So we we have a different uh, Thanksgiving than you guys. So every Canadian that's down there is is missing their Thanksgiving up here. So uh, uh, that's affected it a little bit for us. And uh, yeah, like yeah. I say, we're all we're all family guys. So it's it's tough to uh, to hit the road. Well, then no, that but then it takes a lot because now you're doing live pit stops, which it's not like your NASCAR where you're training, you know, for these pit stops and stuff. So I, I feel like it just Super Dirt Week makes it tough on on the local guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I bu- I did it. I did the 150. That that was a bucket list thing. Um, mm-hmm. Got it done. Started 40th, finished 20th. It was it was a fun race. Okay. Um, and uh, they've you know now that it's not at the mile, the pit stop is a little less strenuous. Um, but yeah, I I never I haven't run the Outlaw 200, and and I I wish we were in a position to do that, but just just not right now. Well, this year it's the Outlaw Two One Hundreds. They do what? This year it's, it's the Outlaw. The, they're doing that. They're doing that. Oh, have they always done the yeah. break at a hundred laps? I, I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, there has. I they, did hear there was something different though. Yeah, like about yeah. Pit, about pitting if you. Uh, yeah, where you, where you can pit and all that stuff. Yeah, if you you can pit and just do air pressure adjustments and stuff like that and keep your track position, yeah. but if you go back in the pits on the track. Take, yeah. But if you, yeah, if you take tires and make any adjustments, then you got to go to the yeah. the tail end of the lead lap. And yeah, so they're doing they're doing exactly what Brett Dayo just did at the Fonda Fonda race. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but it but works. I mean, it seemed it see yeah, it seemed to work, and so you know I mean, well, so. the, the the dirt modifieds aren't equipped for live pit stops. Even yeah. we we even asked like a couple of drivers, Mike Boreska and Matt Shepard said the same thing. Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous because you guys aren't trained, and like you said, you're getting a handful of guys. If if you're lucky enough, who are nine to fivers like all of us, that show up like, yep. all right, you want me to do what now? <laughs> well, not not yeah. that, but those guys also said they hate radio racing. It doesn't belong in short track yeah, racing. Yeah, but it yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, too- how many guys got injured on pit road over the years? I don't I don't even know. But I'm sure there were some. Enough. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's a lot. So more than more than what needed to be injured. That's exactly. For sure. It's not. I, yeah. I like the separation. Make it five minutes, and you could do this, that, or the other thing, and that's it. You get five minutes. That's it. Something like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Quick group. Maybe a quick room the track, and let's let's go. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. all right, Mike. So, so are you Mike. guys are you guys go down fans? Uh, so I don't. I wouldn't say we don't that. Dislike them. Yeah, we don't yeah, dislike them. Like we don't dislike them. Yeah. I mean, that's where where was it down there where they put a, a bounty on them? Bridgeport. That was down at Bridgeport. That's Bridgeport. Mike's uh, home track. Yeah, it's my home yeah, track. They have, yesterday they, they were. Yes, yeah, they yes, yeah. Yesterday it was supposed to be a hundred lapper and it was a ten thousand dollar bounty. Oh yeah. But it got so, mother yeah. Na- mother nature of one. Oh shit. 
Yeah, they said yeah. they're going to reschedule it for one day this week. It's supposed to be a midweek show this week sometime. Yeah, so that's not we'll going to be see. good, but whatever. But, I mean, he won He won 14 races there this year. Oh, yeah, he's on a tear. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. All right, so we're going to ask our patented question. Yep. You know what it is? No idea. All right, neither do we, but here we go. <laughs> who is on your Mount Rushmore? Mount Rushmore's here in the United States. It's got four presidents. Who is on your Mount Rushmore of racing? Could be any driver, living or dead, in any class of racing. Mm-hmm. All right. Iron Senna. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Michael Schumacher. Nice. Nice. Steve Kinzer. Wow. And Dale Earnhardt. All nice. legends. Look at that's a nice that's a nice Mount Rushmore. It sure yeah. is. There's a few championships there. I, uh, yeah, just a, just few. a couple. Just a couple. All no, legends. No, no, nothing that's, to brag about. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with Steve Kinzer, what did he win? Like a couple, couple uh, spring car championships? Like one yeah, 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 a couple. Like 20, yeah. 21, 22 of them? <laughs> yeah. You know, six, I mean, 600-day made wins, but he's okay. Yeah, he's, he's okay. I mean, Schumacher, too. How many championships Schumacher win? Seven. Yeah, exactly. And seven yeah, same thing Dale. Dale Earnhardt. I think Senate has Senate had, what, four? Uh Three or four, I think. He was a three or four world time champion. World, yeah. Yeah. World champion. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I put him up there. I don't think, you know, I don't think he was totally done. And, um, no, no, that's unfortunate what happened to him. Yeah. Yeah. Now, with the safety advancements and stuff, he, that wouldn't have happened. So, no, no. Uh, any, ch- any chances you, uh, uh, move up? From the crate sprint car to a to a three hundred five or a three hundred sixty or anything like that, or are you pretty much content where you're at? No, it's, I'm I'm pretty content where we're at. Like um, we know everywhere we show up, we we're unloading, we're contending to win. Um, you know, it's a, it's been exciting for the sponsors that we got involved with the team. You know, that everybody's obviously paying attention a little more when you're uh, taking pictures at the end of the night. So, right. Um, even even though it's a uh, it's you know the entry level class of sprint cars it's you know to some of the the sponsors that aren't at the racetrack every week like honestly like you know some of them don't know the difference whether it's an outlaw or crate (laughs) thing kind of looks the same and and uh you know it's all about that marketing right as long as the money keeps coming you don't care right well yeah i mean you need you need to keep going and and certainly uh when you're when you're racing only modifieds and and you're battling Maddie Williams and Gary Lindbergh every week. Like, there's not, there's sometimes there's not a lot of limelight left for you. And, um, oh yeah. Sometimes you got to find a different way to get in it. That's true. So, hey, as long yep. as you enjoy what you're doing and your sponsors are happy, that's all that matters. That's it. That's it. Oh. And not to say you know they're not happy and and we we don't uh, do everything we can for them when we're when we're not winning races. We do. It's uh, you know just it certainly happens uh it, it certainly works a lot better uh when you when you are winning races so 
Now, in today's day and age, do you, do you find it's harder to, to get sponsorship? I do, yeah. Um, you know, we're kind of a where, – where we are in the Niagara Peninsula here, racing's been around a long time, and uh, I just find that any of these businesses that have been supporting racing, um, you know, they've stuck with kind of the same guys, and there hasn't been a lot of new businesses come into the scene. Um, economy. And, and yeah, yeah. It's just. It's. I mean, sure. There's, there's been a few, but. Um, yeah. You know, there's more that have got out of it than that have got into it. I think. Um, you know, our, our bill is. Yeah, our, like we have a, a healthy business that we're able to support our our race team, um, mm-hmm. mostly, and then we have a lot of vendors that that we depend on um, to support it as well. And without all them, you know, it's it's uh, it'd be pretty tough to go racing off your uh, yeah off bank. of your paycheck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we all yeah, be pay broke. the government income tax and then go buy race uh-huh. cars. Thanks. Yeah, because they got to get theirs. Oh, oh, they get theirs first. Yeah, this sure as hell do. I think we I, yeah. I think between the three of us, we could probably get tariffs for you, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how much do you think a pack of tariffs costs these days? Uh, $250. How much? 250 No. US dollars. No. All right, but it's cheaper. Oh, excuse me. I don't know. I was, I yeah, would say no, like I mean, 45, 45 50 bucks. The, the good racing optics tear-offs, a pack of them cost me about 30 bucks. Is that 30 Canadian or 30 U.S.? 30 Canadian, yeah. But, All right, I mean, so I was right, 250 U.S. dollars then. So I was right. Yeah. <laughs> The exchange rate, you know, the government's uh, got to get there. So inflation be, here in this country. It would be cheaper for U.S. dollar. If you're going to give me 250 U.S. for 30 sure, Canadian, I'm in the truck rolling right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm bringing uh, more than 30 bucks. You have seen our, you, you have seen our president, right? Correct? You, you know who he is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sleepy Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Shit pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the the worst the worst part is I live uh, I live about twenty five minutes from his house in Delaware, so traffic's always oh, yeah. jacked up when he comes home. It's it's a nightmare. Oh yeah, that's absolutely yeah. Well, our our guy's not much uh, much more popular than your guy. Well, they're probably no, friends. Yeah. yeah, they're but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's terrible, terrible, terrible. Yep. All right, Mike. Well. You know, we we appreciate you taking some time out to talk with us tonight. Uh, I'll let you get back. To yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, before we uh, let you go, real, yeah, before we let you go real quick, do you want to thank all of your uh, sponsors? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, back in the MBR team this year, we got Seaway Fluid Power, which is which is our family company. Dynablast Hot and Cold Water Pressure Washers, TKC Metal. Uh, we got uh, Saint Amon Auto and Truck, Douglas Hydraulic Manufacturing. And uh, Ryko Hydraulics out of Australia. Oh wow, you got an Australian sponsor? Yeah, they well, well yeah, we sell their uh, brand of hydraulic hose and fittings. Oh, oh that's awesome. Sure they listen to our show. Actually, we do have an Australian fan base as well. Yeah, that one there guy. There you go. Two percent. Two percent of our listeners are from Australia. Yeah, well, they'll know who Ryko is. There we go. That's right. Yep. All right, Mike, thank you so much for coming on. Okay. And we wish you the best of luck uh, moving forward the rest of the year. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep, we'll see All you. Right, thanks, Mike. Have a good one. Yep. Yeah, you too.
Bye. The Canadian, Mike Bowman. Mike Bowman. And a word from our sponsors. Here we go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Mike's a nice guy. I like him. I don't. I didn't yeah, know much. Laid back. I didn't know much about him before we, we talked to him tonight. But and you and you probably still don't, do you? I mean, I know enough now that I'll be uh, a follow. I'll be following him now. He's he's act the guy for what he does or, or what he's able to do. He's actually pretty good. He gets his wins and stuff. Yeah, that's what I normally do. Is a I mean, obviously, we interview a lot of drivers, right? Yeah, then, yeah. Then I find myself rooting for all the drivers that we've interviewed. I I find myself doing that also. You know? Because it's so, cool. Because, like, yeah. you know, they're part of the loud pedal family now, and they yeah, like, like us for whatever most, reason. Most, most people think you and I are just assholes, and we don't like anybody. Well, we but, are. Well, I mean, but in reality, yes, I root, we like I, people. Yeah, and I root, for a, I root for a lot of drivers. I'll tell you what. I mean, you know what I mean, just like when he asks us if we're go down fans, I'm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit here and say that. Yeah, I'm a go down fan, but I don't yeah, dislike I, the guy. Ryan's a hell of a nice guy, and oh, uh, a damn good wheel man too. Yeah, damn good wheel man, and you know, yeah. I, and I, I, if Ryan wins, hey, good job. You know, we're friends with him on Facebook. Hey, congratulations yeah. on your win. And you I, know, what, yeah. He's, and I don't get mad when he wins at Bridgeport every week. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make me mad. Now, would I like to see my boy Creighton win a lot more? Hell yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, the OG, he's the OG. getting there. He is, he's <clears> getting there. <throat> the OG's getting there, so... Well, so uh, next week, next week, uh, it's night, uh, what, show two of the Canadian Assault. Yeah, absolutely. We got Canadian That's, Speed Weeks going on. So why not, so for somehow, some way, just wind up, we had back-to-back Canadian, we're going to have back-to-back Canadian drivers on. Which we yeah. should get more of them on. Yeah, yeah, we should. I, I know there's not a lot. They don't get a lot of exposure down in our parts because they race mostly way upstate and they obviously stay up in Canada and they're more primary small block. But those guys are good. Yeah, very yeah. good. We just gotta watch which ones we get because we can't have one that doesn't speak any English. No. <laughs> we'll no sit here on like, Google oh. Translate the whole episode trying to figure yeah. out what the hell they're saying. Yeah, but it'd be fun now. It would be fun. Also, we yeah, I mean, or we have to learn. We we'll have to get uh, what the hell is that Rosetta Stone over the hell? Yeah, 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 Rosetta Stone. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, so. so this past weekend, not a whole lot of racing. No, uh, Bridge, no Bridgeport Ford Nationals. Yeah, Fourth Nationals. Bridgeport got rained out. Uh, Albany Saratoga ran the Super Dirt Car Race. Um. Uh, who did? Who won? At, uh, I know Rico won the World of Outlaws race out of Eldora. World of Outlaws. The World of Outlaws weren't there, were they? they weren't they? They were there like Thursday night, weren't they? Who Who owns Eldora? Any sort. Who 
owns a sprint car series. Yeah, it's my story. Yeah, I know the All Star Sprint Champions is there. Uh, Who won that race? They might have been. <clears throat> I know Justin was on uh, 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 Saturday night. Yeah, it was Justin Peck was leading, and then uh, somebody else took the victory. Our boy won. Our boy won. Oh yeah, Our sunshine. Sunshine won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, let's put it this way: all four winners, all obviously all USAC guys. Sunshine was the All Stars winner. Logan CV in the Silver Crown. Justin Grant won the sprint cars and also his 50th USAC career win. And uh, Chris Windham went back to back in the midgets. Nice. Who was also now an all star regular. So basically, it's all, yeah, it was yeah. all USAC. I mean, obviously. Yeah. I like this. Is Logan CV still running the midgets? I think here and there. And Kevin Thomas Jr., since coming back to. Uh, USAC won the James Dean Classic at Gas City on Thursday night. Nice. So he's back pretty much where he left off is winning. Yeah. They talked about, he talked, uh, KTJ talked a little bit about uh, the wings that just didn't work out. They weren't up to par where they they should be. Right, right. It cost a lot of money for us to finish in the middle of the pack. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's like, hey, we came back here and uh, he's in the number 15 and he's been. Been doing quite well. Yeah. Racing's not cheap, especially 410 racing. Yeah. 410 racing is a lot of freaking money. Oh, yeah. Um, Matt Shepard, your boy, wins from 15th. Yep. Didn't even know he won the race. Had no clue. Had no I, clue. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Was he it did that it. close of a finish? No, no, no. So he did an interview with, uh, like, race. Pro Weekly, or it might have been Dirt Track Digest. I can't remember. Um, oh God, who was who was leading the race early and ended up breaking? Uh, God, what was his name? He started like third or fourth. Oh my God, I can't remember his name. I'm pretty sure a Canadian driver. I, I don't know why I can't think of his name. Canadian but, driver, Williamson? Oh no, no. It's a guy. It's only his like second year on the tour. And he's Canadian. He might not be Canadian. Freezing? <laughs> no, I can't. No, freezing broke. I can't yeah, remember the damn. I can't remember the guy's name. We'll have to look this up. <clears throat> but but he was leading the race, and he jumped out to a huge lead. So Matt's Matt said in his interview that he had thought. That that guy had just checked out and was gone when he passed Decker. Oh. He thought he thought he passed Decker for second. So he had absolutely zero. Wow, he had, huh. he had no idea he won the race. Yeah, because he thought he passed Decker for second. Decker wound up second, correct? Yeah, he ended up winding up second. Yeah, because the guy that Matt thought won had broke early in the race and pulled off the track. No caution ever came out. Hmm. That, that makes sense. But yeah, so yeah, so Matt had no yeah. idea. One. He could have pulled off and he's doing yeah. whatever he's doing. Yeah, I can't think of the guy's name. I'm looking, I'm trying to look it up now. It's not like he's a no-name guy. Like, I know the name. I've heard it before. You know what I mean? That was Saturday, right? Only Saratoga. Why can't I think of this guy's name? Because you're, because you know, and it's easy. 
Who was it? What was it? Adam Pearson. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> he races at Fonda. I yeah, think he, sometime. Adam, He's actually not bad. Did 265, 260 something. He's actually pretty good. Yeah, he like checked out on the field early in the race, but then broke. So, Shepard had thought that, like I said, he had thought that when he passed Decker, that was for second place. Because he passed Decker with like three to go or two to go. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no clue. Thought it for second. That's thought, that's thought something. It, thought it was for second, yeah. Oh, I don't, that's yeah, he doesn't win to Albany Saratoga very often. I think that actually is only like his second or third win there. Yeah, well, he won this time. But then it, um, um, it was a guaranteed starter for Super Dirt Week, but since Matt's already a guaranteed starter, now Billy Decker's a guaranteed starter. All right. So Prego missed it by one spot. Yeah, but I think Prego's already a guaranteed starter as well. Oh, for winning. Oh. Did he win it? Oh, he didn't win shit this year in Super Dirt. No. But he's fifth in points. He's pretty much going to be rookie of the year. Yeah. Yeah, he'll make the show. I mean, he's made Super Dirt Week before. Yeah, it's Anthony Perego. And if he finishes, I wouldn't second, be surprised if he wins it. He's, I, you know, I, I would, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised either. No, there's, yeah, I definitely pick Perego as in a Salerno. Yeah, definitely. I think he's better in the 44, but the four car, they're still learning shit. You know what I mean? Like it's a, I don't want to say it's a new team because that Vinny Salerno car has been around for a while, but. It's new to Anthony working with new guys, so it's new to him. So Yeah, they'll get it. they're they're starting to show some consistency, yeah. so they'll get it. Hopefully yeah. hopefully Vinny decides to race next year and Anthony's his driver. Then yep. then we're gonna see some special wins and some uh other good things happening with that team. Now uh, uh Shepard announced he's racing the small block and big block race at Super Dirt Week. Ooh, that's kinda odd, but okay. Hey, last hey, time- Last time he did double duty was in 2017 when he swept it. Double what? Double duty. <laughs> ah. Duty. Double duty. Uh, um. So. So the Outlaw 200 is this Saturday. Yeah, and he'll be and Matt will be there too. All right. Any predictions on who's going to win the Outlaw 200? I'm going Williamson. Matt has won this race like last year, didn't he? Yeah, I think. I think he's defending champion. Uh, so uh, I, I, he's my favorite driver. I can't pick my favorite driver because I'm a jinx. Danny Johnson. I don't know if he's going to be there. I don't know. Oh man, I, Phelps has won the thing like six, seven times. Has he? Yeah. Nice. You know, I'm going to go. Tim Sears Jr. is going to win it. Not a bad pick. Yeah, Phelps has won that race, like, a lot. Billy Pout Sr. has won that race six times, five in a row. Really? Yep. Kenny Brightbill's also won that race. That's when it was called the Victoria 200. Kenny Brightbill's won everything, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I'm, I'm excited for him to be in the... Uh... Past champions oh, race. I know that's that's my all time favorite. And somebody told me, I do not pick Kenny Brinkham the Legends race. I was <laughs> yeah, told, I like, I can't. I, I know that that's that's pretty badass. So it's uh, past guest Toby Tobias. Yep, yep. 
He's in a throwback car. Yeah, that's it's awesome. That's way job. awesome. Yep. I agree. I don't know. Super Dirt Week. That's got to be off. Oh, we got the, uh, the file, not, not this coming Saturday. The following is the Super Nationals at um, Afton. Afton. Yeah, Friday and Saturday. That's, a, that's always a pretty cool race. On points race. Yeah, it's it's they money took, race. They, they took the points racing away because they didn't want to interfere with Super Dirt Week. Right, I think they're going to run Friday. Can't run it Saturday because Saturday is the small block race. Well, the small block race is going to yeah, but small block race is going today. So the guys race the small block race, and then it's a two hour haul to Afton. <sighs> guys do it every year. Every year. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. We'll make yeah. our we'll make our predictions for everything next week with that. So that's going to be a full week. We got. Uh, Port Royal's coming up. Uh, you also this weekend. You also, if Mother Nature plays nice, you also have the Camp Barnes race down at Georgetown, which is a huge like uh, fundraiser race for the Delaware State Police. Yeah, it's that's the cool. 50, yeah, it's the fiftieth running of that race. Fifty. Fifty years um, of doing that. Also, New Egypt has their hundred lapper for ten grand to win this weekend. Um, and I think that Apple Fest that uh. At, uh, Mike was talking about. I think that's that was, this coming weekend too. Thought that was last weekend. Or some, something's. Oh, Humberstone is having the Fall Classic coming up this weekend. Oh, I just saw it. God damn. Humberstone, right? Humberstone yeah. Speedway. Uh, so Georgetown. I'm going to take Ryan Go Down. Yes, it is Fall Classic weekend. Night one nice. is Friday. Nice. 360 sprints, uh, action sprint tour crate sprints. Yeah, whatever I just said. Dirt sportsman. And night two, 360 sprints, tour crate sprints, dirt modified, uh, late model crates. And the Canadian Street Stock Nationals, Mike, 3,000 to win 75 laps. Nice. So that's, that's their fall classic weekend. Oh, big news. Did you hear about Lebanon Valley? Yes, redoing the surf, redoing the track, mm-hmm. reconfiguring the track. Mm-hmm. Um, make it like Bristol. So that's two tracks this winter they're getting reconfigured. Georgetown's mm-hmm. also getting reconfigured this winter. Yes, sir. Let's take Georgetown and Lebanon Valley. Going to be brand new tracks next year. Georgetown's on a much tighter schedule because they raced last weekend of October <sighs> and then raced like the second weekend of March. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they got to get their. Yeah, so they better have like essentially when they done. when they when they throw the checkered flag in October, they better start bring the dump like truck right bulldozers like, on the track right in, in victory, there in Victory Lane. In Victory Lane, just <laughs> yeah. saying equipment, come on, like get the fuck out of the way, dude. We yeah. got we got shit to do here. Yep. Yeah. So all right, so Bat Shepherd is going to be the last driver to win on the half mile at Georgetown. Book it. Possible. Oh, Andy Bichetti goes down as the last driver to win at Lebanon Valley on its current it's, configuration. Yeah, because they're already done for the year. They're done. And it was a $25,500. So Matt Shepard not only will win the $25,000, he will take the $25,000 for the Elite Series. So that's a $50,000 payoff for him. Yep. And then there's a good chance, depending on what he does at Port Royal, there's a good chance he wins the South Series. He already has the North Series locked up. He just has to take the green at the last race at Orange County. Yeah. So, South Series is close. I think he only has a seven-point lead over Go Down. They're going. Georgetown's their next race, it, right? 
No, uh, Port, Royal. Port Royal. Port Royal. Port Royal. Then Georgetown. And, and Georgetown. go down Georgetown, yeah, and Georgetown's. Uh, Georgetown. Go down straight up both tracks. So both of them double as a South race and an Elite Series race. And Mr. Godown is very good at both tracks. Yes, he is. And that's what he said in his interview. He said, we're coming back to my territory. Yeah. So he did we'll Flo, Yeah, he did an interview with Flo when they were talking about the upcoming races. And he said, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Yep. He's back. right. It's my back. We're in my backyard now. I'm good at these tracks. I, he feels good. Look, yep. yeah, respect what runs. Except yep. with the motor going on my Fonda and Utica Rome. Okay. You pulled off a top 10. Yep. A track yep. you saw it's the second time you've seen it. Fonda, I think he likes Fonda. He seems to be pretty damn good up there. Not only that, but he's like the only South driver who's following the Elite Series. All these other guys talked big game like they were all following the Elite Series this year from down South, and then they didn't. Nope. I mean, and, and, you know, that could have been funding, money, whatever, but. Yeah, the cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was excited to see a lot of South drivers run the Elite Series. So was I. Uh, I, matter of fact, I got to see all those guys in Orange County. I was like, wow. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. was like, every, it was everybody. <laughs> every heat was a feature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was so crazy. I, I mean, it was awesome. It was, it was awesome. It was I have awesome. a feeling Port Royal is going to be one of the same because it's kind of like an in-between track, you know. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not too far for the North guys, not too far for the South guys. And plus, I mean, it's just a state-of-the-art facility. So, And it's only 75 laps, too. Yeah, so if I last for fifty thousand dollars, yeah, a lot of cheddar. So there's a lot of cheddar. I'd be, I'm coming out of four, and I got a chance to win. You're, you're eating fucking concrete. <laughs> Boom! You sure as fuck are. Uh huh. So yeah, that's about. That's really about the only cool racing news we have. Yeah, about all we got for you this week, kids. Yeah. Next week's guest: three fifty eight small block sensation, another Canadian, Chris Rab. I'm pretty excited about that one. So am I. And we're approaching, we are approaching 100 episodes. 100. 100 episodes. We're going to, what we decided to do is we're going to interview all past 99 guests. Well, it'd be less than 99 guests because we had a couple guys on twice. Well, we'll just interview them uh, twice for that episode. Yeah, well, right. We'll interview them twice and then we'll bring it back on quick and then, so... That's going to be an eight-hour show. But we're gonna Mike's going to edit all of it, and pretty much we're doing nothing new for the rest of the year because you, you should be good. We should be good with shows. Yeah. We're going to have the loud pedal marathon. Yep. Over and like Mariah Carey, over and over <laughs> and over. Yep. It's going to be great. You guys will love it. Yep. Hey, uh, this goes out to Mike Mariska. If you still listen to us, uh, please let us know you're okay, and they return you to Lost and Found. Please. And uh, please send that guy some gift cards to KFC. Yes. Mike, yes. Mike. And anytime Mike's in a foreign town he's ever been to, any, any fans up there, please direct Michael Maresca to a nearby Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes. You know, uh, Mike Maresca was nice enough to give us a 75 inch TV one day, and we turned it on. It was a KFC menu. <laughs> Oh, it was for real. Yeah. But, uh, all right, kids, it's all the time we have for you. I'm Mike Clark Griswold, my co host, the mouth, Ryan Hustlinger, and you have been black flagged. Shut the f up!